right, guys, so welcome aboard again for part two of the Mundane to the Magnificent, uh, where we're, we're um, finishing up the, the book that we read from last time. <laughs> that's, that's right. Memories and Reflections, Vera Stanley Alder. Pick it yes. up. It's awesome. Okay, so this, like, I think, what was the page that we started from? Like, like 100, basically, or something? But Yeah, so like, we started with chapter nine chapter nine okay and so she goes to a lunatic asylum is what happens this time and uh um he basically the idea was so Raphael decides to t like who is the etheric man or whatever he decides to come and take her to see like the etheric and astral workings of a healthy individual and then unhealthy individual so that you can see kind of what um imbalances look like in the body so the first thing they do is they go and they examine this nurse and like she gets to see like her heart chakra which is like her son of her solar system and that it's like very healthy and that there's a there's a being inside of it that is working and has other little beings working for it basically like all the all your capillaries and all the workings of the machine that is your heart or whatever don't just run automatically. Nothing runs automatically. Everything has um, a system of like something has a job that's doing it, right? Yes, like a con there's like a conscious thought behind it. Right. There's consciousness in everything, essentially. Conscious, yeah. Which I like that idea. It's so cool. And then, and then it basically takes her up on through to the head, and she kind of gets to see what a what kind of like a healthy functioning. Um, brain looks like or or you know whatever like i don't know if you would call that third eye chakra or she she doesn't really name the chakras or even say the word chakra but they i mean okay i, I wrote this down. yeah she just say the lotus and the head thing and she also mentioned something about um oh oh she said she sees solar uh the solar systems in her chakras near her her heart, her brain, her throat, her solar plexus, and I'm kind of like, isn't solar plexus like a name for a chakra? Is there other cultures that use that term? I don't even know. But anyway, so yeah, she doesn't use the word. Also, you have to realize this, this, this really was written in 1979, but about her experience in 1939. Is that well, what? Well, that's when, that's when it was published. It was published in 1979, so I don't know when it was written, because it could have, she indicates that it was her thought, her memories and reflections but we don't know how long after it is it doesn't right. indicate that or at least i didn't get that well it's definitely supposedly written as if it's from the knowledge of the person who's from 1939 right so you know so who knows how popular her understand oh by the way i was i was researching her her cousin is niles borg or niles borrell or he's like the because the contemporary of Einstein, he was like the guy who invented quantum mechanics. Wow. So she's, so she had, so she comes from an intelligent family, A, and B, like she obviously had had discussions of cellular, like, like of time, like she knew like what composed the world. Like her, I mean her, he, he, he was a big, um, uh, I think, I think he may have been responsible for the double split experiment. Because he's in that book that I'm reading about the holographic universe. He's like a big like, guy of that. And then he's also um, was pretty big in um, just discovering like what's in an atom. 
Well, I have to, I would have to wonder if any of this overlaps with the whole interview with an alien because, and the lost, the lost individuals that came and that are now being found or based on that, you, you would have to go and watch inter or talk, either listen to interview with, with an alien or listen to our, talk, our talks about it to get the fuller picture. Oh, are you talking about how when she goes into the dream state, like there's a council of people who well, are like- not just that, but I mean that if she's so, she's so knowledgeable in, in this, it makes me wonder if she was one of the individuals who were, who, who the domain is looking for. Hmm. Like one of the lost 3,000 members and maybe her cousin, because all these people are very high up there, you know. Like Which is interesting because this book, the way it, like this was written, this would have been written before in every sense. Like it would have been 10 years before right. that book. Uh, and then even like, even if its first publication was in the 70s, like the, the Alien with the Interview, that one wasn't written until but the early 2000s so right, this, yeah. this this would precede it but i did like how um yeah she even does talk like like the hierarchy like yes the hierarchy so we'll go into that in a second but then okay so um back to the chakras real quick in the insane asylum so she's in she's in the um the nurse's uh healthy functioningness and uh then he, for example, he's kind of going like, okay, well now we got to show you what happens. Well, and so she's, she's finding that there's, there's these ma major um, chakras. There's seven major, like, I, what do you call them? Like she kind of deferred, like she calls devas as like these things that help control the earth, but they're, they're basically like they're sub systems in your body that are other planets that are, Help, help govern your main organs and your main functioning of your body. So right. then um, he goes and to show her an unhealthy person. So the first one he goes to is like this alcoholic and he shows that like the, um, uh, for the physical death there. Okay, basically, oh, these are elementals that each center has its own overlord and all of these have workers and for the other uh, organs that have intelligent workings around them. Anyway, so like he goes into alcoholic and it shows that the one that's in charge of it's like thirst, which I would assume is maybe your solar plex or something, um, is a swollen, thirsty elemental that's dominated all the others and it controls yeah. the will of like your master mind. Is so basically that elemental then became the source of the body yeah. and it's and it's wanting it's all all of its needs. Yeah, that makes sense with addictions, you know. Yeah, it really does. And it, and it's kind of yeah. interesting because a lot of people when they talk about addictions, it it's like they don't have control. Yeah, exactly. Right. And 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 alcohol has been called and not to get into this whole big thing about analyzing alcohol, but alcohol has been called the spirits and that people oh, yeah. you know, and that it's like the the escape of the the spirit because of its effects on people but anyway so that, that was a person with an addiction yeah and yeah the other person with the uh who lost his wife and he was just in self-pity and misery right that was the next one she went to was like um he basically put all of his love at one point he was healthy and he put all of his love into one person which was his wife she died and then he ended up getting like his heart like stopped like just died with him and he stopped like um 
feeding all of his other chakras. And then it said that this is a, he's building a cancer. He's becoming yeah. a cancer patient. That's right. And yeah. it says and that cancer is misplaced energy. Right. Yes, that was, that was big. That, what were the, it wasn't just self-pity, but what were the other two causes of that? Do you have that in front of you? Um, melancholy. Uh, uh, he put melancholy, all, yes. Yeah, melancholy. He put all of his love into his wife, and then she died, and then cancer was misplaced. But it also says that elementals, vices can manifest into our own indulgences. So you have to use your will. If you don't use your will, you can spoil your, right. thing, your little elementals, and then they can take advantage of you. Right. So that's, yeah. that's what disease is basically is what he was trying to, to show her. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. I did have, he did, he did, I did have this one thing that said to, I said to read about cancer is on one ten. So it says, okay, like this is when he's looking at the, the, the dude who lost his wife, who's getting cancer. He says, you're looking at cancer said Raphael gravely. Brooding and resentment are the very often the cause of the malignant growth. When you yes. look at this man, you can understand how it happens. It's always a case of misplaced energy, so please consider that very carefully. That which we call love is really a radiation uh, which flows to us from the center of the sun. It should link us with all living creatures on earth and an exchange of understanding and cooperation. We human beings have made a travesty of the part we are meant to play in respect to the mighty sun uh, mm -hmm. force. That result is disease, both mental and physical. So then anyway, he goes on. So like that, that is kind of an interesting um, takeaway from that. Where yeah. you're kind of like, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to think about because it's just something practical. And then it, it's like kind of just keeping in check your own self and realizing how emotions can cause disease, which is disease. Yeah. And so then, like, I also thought this was an interesting little note, how um, the nurse comes back by when, you know, they're up by the, the diseased patients and she touches some flowers and she's able to etherically see that the flowers kind of like perk up and are like, woo, and just temporarily they are fed from the nurse's energy. And she said like, oh, that's what they would call it, like, green fingers. Like, and it was like, she was spreading love energy or that's what you call like a green thumb. But it is basically saying that like you can't main you have to maintain that within yourself. Like somebody else can't yes. give it to you forever. Right. Because when she would come in the room, they would they would all light up and their demeanor would change and they would be okay around her because she had so much love. Mm -hmm. But as soon as she left, they weren't able to maintain that. But the other thing was she I was under the impression that she didn't realize that she was doing that. So it was un unintentional. And so it was like it was it was just her natural state of being, but because it wasn't intentional, it, it only went so far as to her like radius of when mm -hmm. she was actually present. Well, I mean, you know, there's, there's people in real life who like certain people just could not be mean to, or I mean, like people, you, you just, you act differently around certain people than you do others. You know, it's just, um, right. yeah, they have like an energy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, there's yeah. people you just don't mess with. <laughs> right. Yes, that's true. Um, yeah. And so anyway, after, after this, um, he again hints to her that the planet's alive and has a consciousness and, it, and it's got its own destiny to accomplish. So it is its own entity and, we're, and that there's elementals, like there are in elemental centers within the old earth. 
So then their next sort of function, or they're not fun, their next sort of meeting is she wants to go in and see like how the earth itself functions and then what we are in relation to the earth. So this part I, I, I liked quite a bit. Um, yeah, when she went down, down, down. Uh, one of the things that stood out for me that what was how she was like, what, what well, all right, you set it up and I'll, and I want to talk about the okay. pair. So, um, um, so she goes on to talk about how, um, he, so he goes, he takes her in through the crust and he takes her through, um, the different elements of the earth. And she kind of starts to see that the soil of the, of the planet is just only skin deep, just like how our skin is on our cell, on our being. And, um, and then he goes, he takes her like to like the lava, like liquids, all this stuff. And um, she's kind of going, okay, well, like, where's, where's the, um, where's the brain of the, of the planet? Like, what's, what's the brain? And he's like, well, humans are the planetary mind cells. So individuals thinking, well, and so like, that's what he was kind of like, even within your own brain, like you have brain cells, you have other little things, like little neurons, like sending you signals, but it's not just one it's not just one entity one being it's a it's a giant machine it's a giant receiving machine and so she was like well where would that exist on earth and he's like well what is a collective group of a bunch of individual thinking things that mm -hmm. exist on the planet and she's like i don't know i the only thing i can think of is people and he's like well why can't it be people it's people and so then you start she kind of starts going like, oh, whoa. So like that, that's the importance of a human being. Like you are a brain cell of planet earth. And then, um, I, so I thought that was good. So, um, uh, so, okay. Humans are planetary mind cells, individual thinking cells Our bad emotions and thoughts form poison to the planet and like natural disasters and that kind of stuff. And our good deeds help with the plan, which is to speed up progress. Um, which we'll learn about what the plan is a little bit later. And then that there's four kingdoms. He talks about there's the mineral kingdom, the vegetable kingdom, the animal kingdom, and the spiritual kingdom, and that all of them rely on basically um, our, our collective thought patterns. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, well, that, that it does make sense. And that's kind of, that's kind of been consistent throughout the teachings about above and below, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's part of me sometimes goes like, yeah, it's a little self-important of humans in some way. Cause I'm like, well, but. Oh, about, yeah. About us being the mind of planet earth. Yeah. A little bit. Like I kind of, I get it. I see it, but I don't understand like how we're, I mean, we're these unconscious things that aren't really that, I mean, we're barely conscious, I would say as a collective. And we, we aren't very like, um, I, I don't know. We're not very, um, good stewards of our, of the planet that we're living on. And so like, right. I, I, I don't know. I just think of like, if there's like this giant, even if there's solar systems within our cells, there's gotta be solar systems within animal cells that are their own universes and stuff. So mm -hmm. I, I, so yeah, yeah, basically I'm, I'm just not saying it's not a thing but it is kind of like yeah i don't know i don't know how well, much yeah i was thinking how mother earth is so um like i always think of her as as 
she is the one who not controls us, but she's really in charge of everything. You know, we live here on earth and we're the planet. We, we need her in order to survive. But, but, and so, so in that sense, I didn't really think like that we could be the brains, but I kind of get that too, because I don't think, even though I see what you're saying that we're just at like minimal mass consciousness, I think that's part of the point. Once we get into full consciousness, then- Well, but I also kind of feel like if she shook us off her back today, right. like she did the dinosaurs or whatever, um, or something did, whatever, um, I think she'd be fine. Yeah, exactly. That well, well, that's true. That is true. I thought the same. Like she's she's still going to exist, right? Okay. So. Whereas if our brain cells were just fried to hell, we would not be fine, <laughs> right? As humans, but we would still exist. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I also kind of I kind of thought about that too for a while about like what is this what is this brain function that we have on Mother Earth? But I do think that that's part of it. If we were all well, but it does make me kind of be more like, oh, man, if we are the brain cells of the planet, we we need to step it up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, we are. We, we think that we are. People really think that we are. I, I can see that yeah. you're saying that we don't think that, but we think that we're at the top of the chain and we think that all these other beings may not have as much consciousness or certain amount of consciousness or intelligence. And we definitely think pretty highly of ourselves as a collective. So... Yeah. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, there is that. That ego. <laughs> <laughs> that that's true. Um, okay, I this part I I I I'm a rock person, so I like this part a lot. But it was like um, uh, so she yeah she's like going in to the crust or like the into the actual detailed soil etherically within the planet, and she sees like you know like this like super spark. She's seeing like rays of everything, and it was um, she sees a diamond, and then basically he was talking about how like it's positive and negative energy and it's the polarity of cosmic rays and they're meeting and it's crystallizing. So like, that's what all these awesome kind of like specialized rocks that we like are attracted to are there. And so for me, that sort of just made me think like, okay, so like they're, they're balanced cosmic energy. Well, that that's yeah. Cause them to be formed. Right. Maybe that's mm -hmm. our attraction to them. Maybe. Yeah, it, it didn't didn't go a lot into the mineral kingdom. There was I, I felt like you know which four kingdoms just oh there's the mineral kingdom, the vegetable kingdom, the animal kingdom, and the spiritual kingdom, and mankind's struggles and activities bring each of these kingdoms contact with mind and thus um, stimulation to progress. But but yeah, the mineral kingdom wasn't really taught. It wasn't it wasn't like there was a lot said about it. So what did you? What did you feel? Uh, well, I thought this was interesting because like, well, she goes, this is kind of how I, I was thinking on the top of 127. Uh, she says, at this point, explained Raphael reading my thoughts, the earth's gravitation um, or the magnetism um, reacts to its, it reacts in its maximum strength. If it were not so, the crust of the earth would fly off into space into a vast explosion and all would be disintegrated. The pull from the earth's core draws the roots downward and make them grow downwards. And the pull from the sun's gravitation or yeah. magnetism pulls the plants out of the earth and makes it grow upwards. And the pull from the moon's magnetism causes the horizontal growth of plants and movements of tides of all kinds. The rays from all the other planets cause crystallization in, into different shapes. In certain shapes, um, 
and certain shaped atoms crystallize into different molecules. And these form larger crystals in accordance with, the, with their kind. Everything is built upon crystal formation, which itself is produced through intersecting lines of force or rays from, inter, from stellar bodies, some of them vast distances from our solar system. So, yeah, yeah. so like, that's where I was kind of going, okay, that's, that's interesting. Because in, then she's like, oh, is that astrology and all that stuff? Yes. Yeah, I liked that about this. Astrology is the greatest of all sciences. Yeah, I see what you're saying now, the crystalline. And that's coming up again now with a lot of the crystalline structures and the DNA. You have your regular DNA structure and then the crystalline structures. So a lot of, I feel like this is now, I guess, with the age of Aquarius or the, the new age that's, that's happening right now, a lot of this is, 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 repeated or you can see it coming out in, like, in different forms so yeah that makes sense with the, the crystalline okay. structures so that i mean it is it is interesting how um i mean i know geologically how they explain all these things are formed but um yeah i don't know it's it is interesting like where things are actually found in mind and all that stuff so it could be different points of cosmic emer emergent rays going into one point and then like oh okay that's like what made the magma melt in that certain way or collect those certain properties i don't know i just thought that that was was pretty cool for me um yeah. oh and then um well she goes into about how thin the soil is and how it's like human skin at, when you look at it as a collective whole and that artificial fertilizer is killing the soil because she saw some like yeah like that was the thing that stood out for me yeah yeah i thought that was like i was going like Oh, and actually what kind of made me think about that is just recently I've sort of started, um, like I'm just using like this for moisturizer at night, just like shape. It's just like, sh like African shape. It's like no, uh, no other ingredient. I'm sort of trying to like get away from multiple ingredients. So I'm yeah. trying to go back to like, bait, like yeah. for as many things as I can, like on, cause it's your biggest organ and I'm such a product whore. Like I always have like, I don't know, I always put all this, stuff, and I'm just like looking at the back of my lotion bottle, and it's got like all these chemical stuff, I don't even know what it is, and I'm going like, maybe I should start being a little more, more base level natural with the stuff I'm putting on my skin, but that's kind of like the fertilizer thing, almost, if you think about it. As right, a, right, so the, the this area that she came to was just seemingly dead or no activity, and there wasn't much happening there, and then Raphael said to her, that's your that's, those are actually the roots of your, or the area of the, below your hair trees. And with the fertilizer, it caused a false stimulation. Yeah, your then, artificial fertilizers. Right, which, which I was thinking of kind of like, a, compared to as coffee, like a stimulation, like, oh, okay, but it wasn't your real energy. But then the overproduction of it would go, would seep down into the soil, and it would, it would poison it. So basically, we're, we're eating poisons in that sense. And I know, I guess, yeah, I, guess, I was wondering if those were synthetic fertilizers that were put over, over there. I was trying yeah, to... Yeah, I don't know, like, what they would have been using back then. But. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And, and so many people in the, in the town were dying of cancer and had all these illnesses, which was one of her biggest reasons or wanting her desires to know more about what, why all these people were suffering and why people were suffering and why wars happened and all this. But I thought, hmm... I wonder if these cancers that were happening just around her and all these illnesses were caused by 
like what exactly you know what what was happening i'm curious i know this imbalance but i just was like was it connected at all to those fertilizers i mean i know um i can remember when i was living in london they have like they had this like statue in the center of um trafargo square that didn't like it was like a woman without arms and legs and it was like um there was a big disease going on during World War II, and it was oh. from um, some kind of like bad polio vaccination that had um, all this stuff that mutated all these babies that were born with them. Yes. I mean, so like they had a bunch of, they, they were learning, a, they were learning a lot. I mean, we're still learning yeah. a lot, but. Um, Birth they, defects were very, very common cause. Yeah. Caused by pharmaceuticals and, and, and by agent oranges and like that. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was later on, though, but I, I think, I don't think that was earlier than. Okay, so they have, um, well, I mean, we had asbestos that we didn't know was a thing, and. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mold thing. Okay, so and so this is where it gets into vegetarianism, or fruitarianism. Really. Fruitarianism. Yeah, exactly. so she's like, uh, he basically tells her that we're shortening our lives at least by half, and that we should be able to live to 200 and on fruit and seeds that are man's foods. And that like um, the green herbs are to be food for the animals and that, but we are poison and he doesn't expect anyone who's poisoned to have rational thoughts. Yes. Cause she's, yeah. just, she's just like, what? No. Like, yeah, she, she got, she was getting angry there. And then afterwards she reflected on that and was like, oh yeah, maybe the doctors today that everyone thinks are so great are actually poisoned as well. So they don't have rational thoughts either. So I liked how that she, she related that later on. Um, but yeah, she was not having rational thoughts in that moment. Although he did give her some credit, like you, you're still pretty good. Like, yeah, though. for, yeah, for, for being poisoned. poisoned. All right. Um, which I, I thought this was um, an interesting thing. Um, so, cause he's just saying that everybody should be a fruitarian and she, she goes, but surely, I argued, if we all lived off the trees, there would be even uh, more food storage than there is now. And he's like, no, on the contrary, declared Raphael, fruit and nuts are so sustaining, so purifying, both mentally and physically, that many things would happen. People would lose all their unnatural appetites. Their new diets would prove to be so satisfying that they would eat far, far less. As more and more trees were planted, rainfall and climate would improve, deserts would disappear, animal life left to itself would adjust itself animals no longer prey upon by men would cease to be dangerous even cease to prey upon each other from trees and shrubs man can obtain all he all his needs wood for building cotton paper cork rubber medicine clothing all the food he requires thus um, th living thus man would lose his stupidity cruelty and acquire an acquirativeness oh war and disease would cease forever so i thought that was kind of interesting um, yeah, no, that's like that, that's a lot, and it everything gets back in balance. Basically, if we were to follow that, and she goes and checks that out in the Bible later on. Yeah, and I guess it does kind of corroborate with what she read. Um, but I, for me, it's more of which I really related to some part in her. I didn't really take notes whenever she went mundane. When she goes into her mundane world, I just would scan. But um, one of one of the times she's like eating dinner with um, her cousin, who's just gives her a hard time about not eating meat all the time or whatever, mm -hmm. and she is starting to just after she's had these conversations, she's having like a real hard time like eating meat, and um, 
her her aunt is even like, oh, but God gave us the animals. And it, it's interesting because I've, I've been a vegetarian since, um, or for like eight years, so since 2011. So like, I, I definitely have had um, people say that kind of thing to me. Like I was at a wedding recently and these people were just like, what, you're not eating the steak? It's like, it's good steak. And I'm like, yeah, I, okay, cool. I don't eat meat, you know? And it was just like, what's wrong with you? God gave us the animals. And you're just like, mm, serenity now. Like, yeah. um, but it, but it is interesting because, um, for me more than anything that there, there is like a karmic, like I, I, I understood her plight, how she's like thinking about, she's eating the animals. She's like going like, Oh, like what? Like she's thinking about, that's my whole thing is like, I just don't want to think about, you know, like everything that's involved. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to have blood on your hands. So then you're able to not do it by being a vegetarian. You have a cleaner consciousness, a, a cleaner conscious by just doing well, at least, you, at least about that particular element in life. I do may not on right. everything, but yeah, for that. Well, sure. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. She was, she was having a struggle with it for a long time because of course her cousin was the one who was in charge of cooking and kept trying to make these things and she would go back and forth in it but eventually it seems like that was it she gave in and she became a vegetarian or fr not a fruitarian yeah just a vegetarian mm -hmm. yeah and she even says like we're um um and oh she says hitler's a vegetarian did you read that <laughs> like, yes yeah he said like, well it's comp oh right right yeah and then he says um yeah, page well, that, that's, not a, that's not the complete story. For instance, we know, oh, oh, because yes, he wants to, she wants it to know. If that's so just in, the answer, is it just you become fruitarian? And he's like, well, not just that. Right, is fruitarian pretty much the answer to everything? He said, no, that's not the complete story because Hitler was a, a vegetarian, so, or is a vegetarian at that time. And it says, no, the first requirement for mankind to get a reaction from its uh, from its present mode of living and to decide at last to try to be really honest spiritually. So yeah, to decide at last to try to be really honest spiritually. So that means facing things like that, that shall not kill. And the, yeah. it was, it was like that, that was only part of it because you really had to do a lot of self-reflection. That was the real that, that to me was the bigger, the deeper story of what needed to be done. And it says, yeah, and then again, so no meat, no furs, no leathers, no animal serums. Then again, thou shalt, uh, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. That means that no exploitation of animals, plants, soil, water, and one's fellow man. So no profiteering, no usury, no slums, or even perhaps no minors. So it was talking about um, that would be more of the complete story of like what would purify your your you know mind so that we're our, to purify us from being poisoned because we're currently poisoned and so she just cannot get over that he's 200 plus years old um or that anybody could be she's just like that's not our like our reality and i mean he even tells her about like oh no well there's like some like there's plenty of evidence of it throughout time and we just choose to ignore that mm-hmm yeah, and then in the end, she died in her 90s, just so everyone knows, just out of, I don't know how, what she changed in her lifestyle, but it is, it's interesting to see. Well, her Wikipedia page says she did become a vegetarian in her later life. It was a pretty big advocate of it after this. 
Oh, in her later life. All right, well, like, Seek This is probably written when she's in her 30s. Yeah, yeah, at least in her 30s. So I think she, she yeah, kind she... Kind of like, oh, she's a spinster here. She was going to get married. Her her fiancé died eight years earlier. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, doesn't ever talk. I don't think she ever had kids, never talks about anything like that, so. No. um, I was looking up some of her paintings. She's pretty good. Yeah. She was an artist. Yeah. Yes, she was an artist. Um, she, okay. What's the point of all this with my art? And I was selling it for money. And, and then in the end, she was like, what, why? But why? What was the point of all that? Or like now, but you know, you can look to your past and say, oh, well, why did I do that? Or you're in a different place in your life now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All roads yeah. lead you to where you are. Um, so she goes into then then he's kind of like okay well like uh all right enough about the vegetarian or the fruitarian thing um he's he's kind of just like you're poisoned i'm not talking to you about this anymore you don't understand but um he's like uh so what are your feelings on reincarnation like do you believe it and stuff and she's like well i've written about it but i mean i believe it from a like theoretical point of view, yeah theoretical yeah. point of view but i don't know about it practically and then um so then he talks to her about like how like humans are learning to become gods and that we become stars and that the stars are gods basically and she's like what uh, i love that i totally love that i did too and and something about how the stars go on somewhere else and so like, right. like openings <laughs> now they have openings right <laughs> yeah so somebody has to fill them yeah huh Interesting. I wonder if that's similar to like a um, what is that called? A fill-in or like a stand-in or the when when a soul comes in and takes over an entity. I wonder if that's the same thing that happens. Yeah, it says, "Look how they twinkle." Um, do I have to remind you that they are all alive and that they are all the physical bodies of heavenly beings? Those beings are uh, progressing just as we are. From time to time, one of them matriculates. I don't know what that means. Matriculates as it were, and has to move on to more advanced work. Their, uh, their place is, then becomes vacant, and it must be filled by younger deities. So where do you think those come from? Right. And I'm just kind of going like, yeah, well, but that's where I was kind of going, but yeah, but why would they come from a human, or even an enlightened human? Like, wouldn't they come from, like, an enlightened planet that would then be, like, like if we got Earth enlightened or advanced, then she could go off and become her own star instead of the sun um but at the same time if we're not we're not just human so you would be experiencing what it would be well, like to be a star. I, would, I guess i would think like if there was a hierarchy or a um uh, if as they talk about hierarchies i would think that like our next you know how like the cell when she goes into the foot of the doctor she talked about how like the cell's greatest um like greatest aspiration was to be the, the mind cell the next time of like this doctor basically right and then if we are the mind cells of or, or maybe a mind cell's greatest aspiration would be to be its own human and maybe the human's aspiration would be to be its own planet and the planet's aspiration would be to be its own star like i would think it would go right like, oh so i don't think it oh you, you think maybe it has to have this order i don't yeah know. maybe i don't know maybe not yeah or maybe maybe it does maybe it does what yeah, he didn't say that it had to be a direct star. He, he didn't say anything that you would all of a sudden be uh, reincarnated as as a star. <laughs> but but he did. He just implied that there was no that 
that you could be it. Like that's something that you would evolve to or ascend right. to. So yeah, we don't know what the order is. We don't know what the order is, but then, so he goes into, um, what's, uh, um, psych, psychometry, psychometry. He says oh, it's psych like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you say that? Psychometry. I, I would say psych psychometry. Yeah. And it was like the, it's basically the reading of Akashic records. So yeah, th that was cool though. I loved, I loved the, also the part about the Akashic records because that was just constantly talked about for the last few chapters with the dream state um, when, when they went into the dream world and what that looked like, but how the Akashic records are your everything yeah, taking place, your own personal record, everything's place to taste, uh, taking place. It is photographic and record records, pictures of everything taking place and all sounds made. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, it's, it's impossible for us in physical bodies to imagine. So some people consider it like a big library. It doesn't say that there, but that's what I was yeah. interpreting what that was. Um, and there's a part of everyone's personality, which is linked to the Akashic records um, appertaining to himself. And I'll give you a glimpse of yours. So take it into the hall of records. Pretty cool. Right. Now this part, and I, I kind of paraphrased what her, her things were, but so she was like, the, the life she got to see was she got to be a cave woman and she would draw like these triangles and circles and then get beaten by her caveman. And then uh, she was an Egyptian priest and that that caveman who beat her was one of her pupils. And then she was in a debauchery scene with her dad and her sister. <laughs> and then the next life, she was a leper and shunned by her dad and her sister, which was like a lesson that she had to learn from this debauchery. And then what, well, and then even further on down the line that she was a duchess and her duke was the, her dead fiance from her current life that had a, a that yeah and she had a wondering eye for this blue-eyed guy who i i took as or who was the cave beater and the egyptian pupil who i took as Raphael. was that Raphael? That's what I, thought. I don't know i was wondering the same thing he didn't say that that was him but i thought that that was him too because she was yeah. she said what am i in love with two men at the same time well and also she talks about Raphael's like stark blue eyes at one point exactly. too so you're kind of going like okay well maybe that's him that's and what I, what I thought too yeah and then she's like well yeah well which one's my true love and he's like um he says that well would you be opposed for me telling you that um there isn't one true love but either love of your group, your, the, your, group yeah. your soul group you yeah not your individual it. so that's that's the other thing he talks about like we we come as um we, there's Whole family. family yeah yes yeah, and it was in, it, his her fiance who was the um, when she was the duchess. He was in love with her. It was her husband at the time. Uh, he was mm -hmm. in love with her, and and that she didn't really care at that point that that he loved her. Yeah, she went but off with the other one, and and she, she got off. to be punished for that. Right. Well, she was like literally right. killed. She she was actually killed for that. And then no, 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 but like in this incarnation, that's this why her incarnation, incarnation yes. yeah. was her fiance now, and he died eight years earlier. Yeah, early. And the reason why he died was because she finally fell in love with him in this life, and pretty much it was because she wasn't, she didn't treat him very well or wasn't in love one. with him in the past one. Yeah. Um, and I also like this, this bowl gazing thing. So when they went into the Akashic Records, they, they, he, he he's like let's go over to this glass bowl of water and then start looking at it and so you can concentrate concentrate your gaze until you begin to um look inwards to see your own self so that's the point and 
you know, I, you always think of like these gypsies or whoever. With the crystal balls, the crystal yeah. Crystal ball, but that's. Which, the by the way, I've looked on. Those are expensive if you want to get a real crystal ball, like an. But he was just using just water. Water in a bowl, yeah. In a bowl, crystal bowl or water. That's cool. Yeah, so it's kind of like the it's kind of like the candle, the can you know the like when you right. meditate on a candle flame or whatever. Yes. I kind of think it's supposed to be like. Um, it brings your brain into a different state. Yeah, I wonder. I well, wonder why. I wonder why it would be better than our. Well, maybe it's just different, not better uh, than just having your eyes closed. I think because it actually like looking into it. You first of all like, like daydreaming. Open. Yeah, and it's it's like your eyes are open, but you're just kind of like ooh, like in a trance. You get into a trance. Mm. Yeah, and then. Um, Oh, I wanted to say, mention about the triangles within the other triangle. So yeah, she drew, when she, was, when she was a cave woman, um, she drew, she was doodling a triangle within another triangle, like superimposed upon it, and then a circle within the two. And I thought it was interesting that she was drawing that because again, kind of like, oh, is this sacred geometry? What, is, what was that? And that this symbol she kept seeing or drawing through her lives, and that would help re remind her of something. It would like bring her back to, yeah, like I've seen that, like I know that from somewhere. And I think we've all had that experience, like that seems familiar, but I don't know why. So that was like, oh, her, her, her line back to who she really is. Um, yeah, and he says like the soul is without sex or age and it incarnates with groups of fellow souls with whom they have a variety of experiences and relationships. So then, um, he, t he, t he, t she, he says to her, it, it's taken you personally several millions of years to want to know why you're here on earth. Yes, right. Just wanting to know why you're here is like, oh, finally. Like he was oh, waiting around for her. The baby wants to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. As soon as people start wanting to know is when then they'll start getting teachers. Like, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will come type of right, thing. Right, right. And it takes like these thousands of years for it to happen. And she's like, well, I'm going to forget. I'm not going to forget. Well, well, everything He's like, yeah, you're going to forget. You're going to forget. You're going you're gonna to forget. And then you'll remember. And it, it goes back to us having that conversation like, oh, why do I have to forget? But I think Can that all of this is helping us to remember a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, okay, so then uh, their relationship um, he takes her to the French Revolution, and that's the last one she gets to see. That was the last one. She was a dude. That was the last one before she was currently incarnated. And she's there in this group with a bunch of people waiting the gear, the guillotine or whatever. They're going to be um, uh, beheaded. And Raphael is supposed to be killed, and um, she argues with him. She's Even though she's a dude, she's like, hey, let me take your place. I've got tuberculosis anyway. I'm going to die anyway. And you're like super awesome teacher and I guess he's some kind of spiritual teacher or something at that point who she was following and um she's like if we just switch coats like they won't notice and I'll I'll take your place at the guillotine and he lets her she does it and um boom goes the dynamite like that's why he decided to come back to her for her in this incarnation because he owed her um yeah knowledge, and he basically. said you you have no idea how much that affected me so that, mm -hmm. that, that, that action was very important for him, not just for him to come back to her, for her as a teacher, 
No, but yeah, yes, for him yeah. as a being too, yeah, because it was he, him. and then she's so like, well, gross. how come you look the same as that incarnation? That was over 200 yeah. years ago. Like what the heck, you know? And, um, she's like, are you over 200 years old? And he never really answers her one way or another. And then she's like, are you something different? Are you like, are yeah, you like, who are you? Like, what are yeah, you? Who are you? What are, what are you? And, um, and then he basically tells her, like, she's like, are you part of this hierarchy, meaning like an angel or a cherub or a seraphim or something like that? And he's like, well, what do you know about this hierarchy? And she's just like, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, like saints or something or people who get halos and go, I mean, she's just, he's like, yeah, okay, your churches know nothing. Like, it's pointless for me to basically explain the hierarchy, but like, yeah, basically I'm in the hierarchy, whatever that means. And then he kind of talks about how they're, um, um hierarchy is the spiritual government of solar systems and they govern for real by teaching and co and, and through cooperation so it's kind of like it almost kind of feels like galactic federation or something yeah that's what i was thinking too there's like this whole this the hierarchy spiritual government of the solar system and the planet they do not float about playing harps they govern and very hard work it is too but theirs is not an autocracy. They govern in a very real way through teaching and cooperation, and their ranks are stepped down from the highest beings of whom we cannot even conceive to the humblest saints on earth who are qualifying sometimes more rapidly than their fellows for promotion upon the path. Hmm. That to me is like, okay. I, I mean, you can interpret it any way you want, but it's just like, whoa, what? Yeah. I mean, is it like he's an angel now or some kind right. of form of one or I'm not sure, but he's still, he's still young. And she's like, you're still youngish looking like he's, I don't know what that means to her. Like, right. Like a middle-aged man. Middle -aged maybe. Man yeah. Yeah. Like obviously he doesn't look like a 200 year old. Right. Um, that we would think. Yeah. I can't um, even imagine what a 200-year-old would look like because... Yeah, I know. I mean, it just yeah. looks like dirt or walking skeleton, essentially, is what you would think, right? If, if we went by our current standards. Because 100-year-olds look like... Exactly. Yeah, they look like crocodiles. So, I mean... Right, but that's but that's not... Yeah. If, you, if you're that advanced, you can stay in the yeah. forever young state. Um, yes. Yeah, that was... That whole, that whole hierarchy thing is pretty cool. Um, he talks a little bit about karma. Karma is the result of past action or thought. It's often arranged by the soul in order to develop character. I think people pretty much know about karma, but it is. Yeah, but, and I, I, I did think that uh, she's like, well, I know what I think of karma, but what do you, what's your definition of karma? And, and, and he tells her that um, um, karma is the result of past action or, or past thoughts and actions and all relationship follies have to be um, resolved into interpersonal impersonal love so it's like basically tells her like um like all these relationships with you have they like evoke emotions of like whatever like envy or jealousy or like possessiveness or i can't remember yeah, some of the other he's like experience um, at all you have to experience all that and then you have to then be able to like look at all those relationships and have an impersonal love for all of them right which is makes sense but it, it's interesting um yeah makes sense but it's it's hard hard <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah yeah for yeah. sure it's good work though good self-work good self stuff yeah 
Um, let's see what else did I want to say about that. Um, oh yeah, and he 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 is he won't teach her like the the secrets of longevity besides telling her to be a fruitarian until she has to burn some of her karma and get rid of some of her uh, her destiny. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she's still gonna meet people on this path in this life. Yeah, because she's she not. He's like, challenges. you're still not done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have a lot to learn before you can get to that. That he goes. Once you've cleaned that up, then many moons from now, when you're ready, when you've learned that and you've gotten past that, then, then maybe we can, we can. Yeah. Go further with it. But yeah. Well, that's when he says he'll be back to her. Yeah, and he teaches her how to how how to basically um, contact him because she's like super like not okay with him. This this is like one of their last meetings, and he tells her so. And um, yeah, so she's like not so cool with that. And then um, so he's just kind of like, well, you you can basically contact me via meditation. Mm. And right. he, he has her do this exercise where he has her conjure up like in her brain, like conjure up the image of the, her rabbit bin that yeah. she's like really likes. And um, so she kind of like daydreams up the the rabbit and like forms forms it within her inner eye and it even moves and she kind of gets a little bit shaken by that and then um uh that kind of creates this thing where he's like well yeah that right there is your brain is a receiver it's like you know it's basically a lot a wireless set that can you, you can get messages from me through that so you have to train your brain to do that through meditation right meditation you have to do it yourself everything that you everything that you have to do you have to do yourself for contacting me or for getting like past yourself all the answers are within yourself basically right when you start asking questions and you have the answers to your own questions is when oh right that's true he did say that that's that's when you know like like when you don't need me to answer your questions when you can answer your own questions like that's when it's like on like Donkey yeah. Kong. Yeah, right. Yeah, on like Donkey Kong. Which <laughs> <laughs> is exactly worded in this night. <laughs> um, okay, so then um, it starts getting complicated. This gets complicated, <laughs> yeah. Okay, the last like 25 pages are like, okay. Um, but so she, uh, she starts, so she feels, he's basically telling her, you know, she's going to have to do some work, right? So then First thing she does is she creates this flyer where she tr she tries to get people like like Mike by the individuals who want to work on the she's trying to get a club together about kind of like these teachings I, I that's what I'd call it right with her little flyer thing that she's trying to do yeah I guess so yeah she was just putting the word out there I wasn't sure I guess a club that's a good way to put it I, yeah I would just call it kind of like a I, I looked it up that she she ended up running some society like a wisdom teaching oh, right. society. Yes, yes, um, yes. And she was friends with Alice Bailey, who was a really famous psychic. So she obviously did some good connections at, later on in her life because you know. Yeah. Um, and I I often I just I contacted the the trust that this publication is under to see if I could do the audiobook, which I don't know if I'll do that or not because I'm a horrible, like, I'm not I, I'm I'm not the strongest of reader out louders. <laughs> whatever yeah. you call that like i'd see it would take me a year to be like uh, okay let me re-record that <laughs> i don't know we'll right. see um but uh yeah like they have a bunch of um weird i think they basically have all the publication rights to that little group that she belonged to mm -hmm. 
Well, that yeah, that, that would be interesting to hear that they have recordings of that. Is that what you said? No, they all, a lot of them are writers. A lot of them are like oh. these famous psychic spiritual writers so, in England. So, um, and he said specific, Raphael said to her, the people that you meet through the flyer that you made, like be, be aware of them. Like you're going to be wise to it. Be wise to them. Right. And, much. and like, she was supposed to meet this one particular dude. Um, yeah. and he's like, I hope you're smart on that day. Or yes. I hope you're, yeah. Right. Right. I hope you're wise on that day yeah. right, when you meet her. So he, yeah, he mentions that, um, about, about the work that she did. He likes that, that thing that she wrote up. She wrote up right. the, the flyer. So then this is where I kind of go like a little bit like, wait, okay. Um, so then they basically talk. So he, he, she follows, she, he's going to follow around a dream straight. Right. So like this, one of the last things he does there is he takes her, um, into somebody else's dream. So like they see this middle-aged kind of hot dude. I don't know what the point of that was fine looking man, um, who she didn't even <laughs> seem to know. And they follow him into the into the astral plane and she even sees her cousin up there and is sleeping who's being taught by like a dead sister or something and it seems like a bunch of a bunch of people in their dream state go for learning which i yeah. resonate with exactly um, i think that's what it's there for in the yeah world. i think yeah. stuff happens there. i mean a lot of times we forget but there's some work going on with but that oh he mentioned that too we don't really forget because that that i i, I forgot exactly what it was but you integrate it like everything that you've learned even though you consciously forget it you haven't really forgotten it it's inside it's it's integrated mm, into you right right well okay so yeah, so, he goes they to that guy. so they follow this man in his astral body and apparently he's a friend of Raphael's, so that he's allowing him to follow them in their dreams and they go to i would call it a council meeting what would you call it oh yeah, I, I, I didn't think it was really, oh, maybe, I guess a meeting. They, they, he looked also inside the crystal ball, so that he, she was. Yeah, but they were also that. in a room where she saw, like, Hitler and talking yeah, to Roosevelt, saw, and yeah. she saw, like, Da Vinci and some. And basically, he's like, that's not for us to look at. He's like, to, she's like, wait, what's that? Like, she's what's like going on? no, hey, no, no, like, yeah, that's there, but that's not, yeah, come bring it back, bring it back. Um. And so, like, the, he called the, these were the masters of wisdom. Yeah, the that's masters what he of wisdom. Them. That's right. That's and right. then, and he also mentioned during the passing, and she was like, what does that even mean? And he's like, oh, like, basically, there's people who go and teach people who haven't um, perfected the science and, and uh, of meditation and mastered it. Yes, I like that. And the masters of uh, wisdom, those who have achieved on the path with which I, of which I spoke to you, and who have acquired comparative perfection after many incarnations. Some of the former lives would be familiar to you, such as Leonardo da Vinci, Swedenborg, and Pythagoras. And then a uh, thought form of meditation that you can use as a telephone. I thought that was interesting. So he's basically saying that like, if you get good enough at meditation, it becomes like telepathy, essentially. Like there's a, a, a telepathic connection that can be had with him and her at all times yeah. whenever she needs anything right and then he's I also I like this he said she was like let me ask you about the moon and I was like yes yes yeah um before we go into the moon thing could we go back to the the their meeting so the she mentions um earlier about this whole hum, human family is one body right 
so right. that we're one body whose prime need is for an adequate, adequate headpiece. And the headpiece should constitute a sort of world government or council formed of pioneer experts in every branch of living. A world government, I repeated. And then um, he said, Oh, what did you think? What did you think about that? What did you, what do you think about that? And she's like, Yeah, I like this. It kind of reminded me of this whole singularity thing that people are talking about. The oneness and all that. And the oneness I mean, and also the one world order, which I I don't know because there's that a lot always of seems negative though. Like the one. That's, <laughs> that's, what, what that's why I'm thinking. kind of going like, wait, wait, wait. I thought we're supposed to hate one world governments. <laughs> like that's that's why I was kind of a little bit going like, wait a minute. Okay, so. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I know. I feel like maybe it's been robbed. I feel like the, the nice intention. Yeah, maybe the. Because he even. when you Okay, so real quick though. Okay, so basically they, they see this, and then afterwards, her very, very last meeting with Raphael, she goes into his vision, like what, what he yes. sees for the vision of the future. And he does see a one world government, and he sees, like, I actually kind of liked a lot of his vision. But he, he talks sure. about how... Um, he Actually, he doesn't. Sorry. He calls it a world organism rather uh, than a world government. I like that, too. <laughs> yeah. But, and he also says that they have government, but they don't have government within their communities, too. Right. Uh, um, I, I really liked, I really liked his, his whole little thing. Like, so um, his, his vision was, like, instead of, like, they went over like England in a plane, basically. It was like a noiseless plane, which I thought was like really, really cool. Um, and instead of patchwork, you saw patchworks of forests instead of patchworks of fields. And the roads were like lined with edible fruit and there was no property lines. And it was all, everything was made of, of geometrical shapes. Um, and you, he's like, and she's like, well, how can this even happen? He's like, well, you have to break the world's money complex. Um, mm -hmm. that you guys are all slaves to and that the the plane that he was flying in was an atomic plane that seemed really mm -hmm. awesome and that it was basically um future technology yeah basically uh, atomic energy that's noiseless fumeless and, and very economical and it's drawn from the air itself and stored and released by means of manipulation of of vibrations of colored rays people can even manufacture it for themselves so i'm like wow well if that ever existed sign me up Yes. Well, earlier, that's, it didn't occur to me as much until you just read it now, but the vibration point, that was mentioned earlier, one of the earliest, earliest chapters about how pretty much vibration is like the vibration and intention is like the building blocks. I mean, it doesn't say that, that's my interpretation, but it mentioned how important vibration was. So here it comes again, right. vision. Which we, we are kind of, we've kind of been very interested in that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, that's it's coming around a lot. It's it's coming up a lot right now. I like the way the houses were made of a kind of glass, and then I was thinking, was it solar? But then again, that was mm. atomic ener energy. Yeah, I, uh, but it seemed very non-invasive. Yes, everything everything was non-invasive, of course, and the houses were made. That that's right. They were col the colors of sunshine, of water, of green. And they looked like they were built on dragonflies' wings. So it was, it was fit in with the environment. Oh, let's go back real quick to the meditation thing of the, um, she said, like, thought forms of meditation that you can use as a, tel as, a, as a telephone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she said, make use of the full moon period. 
Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's a, like your, um, it's when the veils are the thinnest. Yeah. And it's where you can connect with your higher mind. And then, oh, I love that. Uh, and, and then with the, the meditation, he says, I quoted this one, he said, they learned to quiet their whole personality so that they can become aware of the subtler side of life. That is meditation until you are able to obtain your own answers to any question. And then heaven is the mind of God or a reflection of it. Wake your mind up to do, uh, to do much creative and valuable work. So that's, that's, that was my notes on that, which I thought that was, that was cause she was asking like, well, how are we ever going to attain this like la la land of beauty that you have in your, your, um, your vision, your future vision? Yeah. Well, he basically says that, um, oh, in the future that when, when everything's reforested or whatever, the climatized changes there, there's no seasons because there's no deserts or whatever, like balances the planet and the animals stop eating each other and everything kind of like stops reproducing as much and it's all kind of it it goes back to that same um in the alien interview how they basically made animals eat each other so that they could get more money to produce <laughs> or remember that was like the the bugs and the blossoms the company was making they made um Oh, right. So then it was self-sustaining and then they didn't have to... Right. Have to, have to. Yeah, well, that was what reproduction was for, but they were talking about, like, the reason that they wanted the animals to eat each other was so that um, it wouldn't get overpopulated. Right. Yeah, but that was, like, the opposite because it's just going to... If if no animal... It's almost like this is reversing other. that, like, Monsanto right. thing. Right. So I thought huh. that was kind of interesting. Yeah, maybe that was... That was, like... I don't know. I'm just comparing the two, like thinking it's the domain or the old empire. I know they're both like we're like both getting super into these like fictional stories, being like, ooh. And then what if this part was how yeah, exactly. Um uh oh, but then it kind of the very lesson, it kind of goes into like the second coming of Christ and how there couldn't be one religion and one government. And I'm like, mm, okay. Uh, well, I thought that, well, the second coming of Christ has to do, a lot of people say it's not like a physical Christ. Well, it's like not like else. Jesus, like that. That's, no. that's another thing. It, it's, so I'm Christ, con it's Christ consciousness. It's, right. it's what people call the Christ consciousness. It's too bad that it's got such a stigma, but yeah. So it's just this whole like mass consciousness really. And this love. Okay. So like ex explain that to me because like, I think I'm part of one of the people who has a stigma against it because I, I always see it so dogmatic. Uh, like, like that's super, uh, you know, whatever, like something that my religious uncle would say to me. Um, right. And it wouldn't actually make any, or make any sense to me. So it's like the Christ consciousness is... Um, well, the Christ what is the Christ consciousness? Would be, well, I, I would, I, I, I can't say that I would be able to like interpret it well, I don't know, according to like details, but my thoughts about it is that, um, that what did Christ really teach? You know, what are, what are Christ's real teachings? Half of them um, more, most of them we probably don't even know because they're not even, we, we don't interpret have Interpreted down to us correctly, right. But essentially it would be yeah, like. Well, we actually don't have his teachings. We don't actually have his well, words. True because they're hidden in the Vatican or wherever they are. But anyway, what, basically it's like peace and love, you know, like love your neighbor, love yourself, don't kill, blah, blah, blah. And, and like you and, are a creator. And you're a creator. Everything that I could do, you can you do, can do. more and more so. And the kingdom of heaven is on earth. So everything, what he said, not the person. And I, I don't think that he would want to be like, worship me, the person. He'd be like, let's just 
through these ideas. So that, that's the consciousness of it. And that's what I think the second coming is. And the second coming is personally, I actually think that we're in the midst of the second coming. Because if there was actually another Messiah or Christ, people would just put him to death again. I mean, it's not like he's going to be somebody yeah. like, oh, all right, Jesus got here. Well, you know, and I, I also, like I also think like we can, we can probably conclusively say that um, the one head of the snake is not working for us. Yeah, no. Which is, no. Yeah, I think that the whole one religion thing and the one government thing or the one council or whatever they call it is just the singularity is what we're coming. That's what we're like. We're all to. one and like don't like kill each other. We're all, we're all one and we're not even like everyone, I guess. I guess that's well, well, I mean, gone. I almost feel like something like if you like, because honestly, a, a lot of how Raphael describes what he sees the, the future being, I've had, I've had visions of that too. You know, I told you I had like that enlay of where that thing was like, all right, I had this voice come over me that was like, you're of the builder race, build it better. I was like, what? And I started taking down all like the light fixtures and the roads and it bringing oh, everything yeah. back to it. Right. Yeah. And then like building all these forests and stuff up and giving everybody like these memory circles and all this crap. Um, I think we talked about that in a past podcast, but our whatever. But um, for me, I, and I write a lot of stuff about like how I think government should work or how communities and systems should work and stuff. I think about this kind of stuff a lot and it's kind of similar to this. I almost think like something that would really wake everybody up would, would be um, a kind of understanding that the, the planet itself is intelligent and knowing our part in it and like, mm -hmm like um knowing that we're living on a being instead of like my older brother who thinks this is just a dead floating rock he doesn't like he doesn't see the the connection of other things that are yeah. alive like i think a lot of people are poisoned to the point where they don't that's that's the thing that i think a lot of people are missing is that no 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 we like we really are part of a symbiotic system that we're, i mean we're part of a we're just one living thing amongst millions of trillions of living things and everything is alive everything is consciousness in its own self and knowing that i think would help people a lot right yeah that's so it's got to be some true. sort of wave that there, there's got to be some sort of event uh, or, or action that happens from the being that is the earth or something that lets us or i don't know how that would manifest itself but whether it's a natural disaster or if it's like some sort of like just I mean, like, like, let's say miraculous healings are a thing. Like, let's say, like, there's people who have convinced themselves to, like, a lot of people talk about the spontaneous miraculous healings of their bodies or whatever. That's, that's got to be some way in which a person was able to communicate with their cells and everything and just, like, manifest themselves better. Maybe the earth could figure out how to manifest herself better. And then all of a sudden we're like, our, us as little brain cells go like, oh, Oh wait, she's a lot. She, we live on a, we live on a, we live on a living being. Okay, let's mm -hmm. be nice to the living being that we live on. That'd be cool. Well, I, when I think of the future and creating this, this similar future, because I've also had this thought of, of it's almost like a utopia, which also has a, right. a stigma word, kind of. But okay, let's say a better future that was fair and just. And Whatever, I don't care. I want to live on a utopia. Yeah, okay. So we live in a utopia. But anyway, so my picturing about it 
was that, or the ascension, that we're all ascending into this new way of being and living and thinking and interacting, communicating with each other and earth. My thought was, I, when I meditate, I also think of, of Mother Earth as another conscious being so that when I think of her like, okay, we're, we're, we're rising together. We're, we're, you are another person, Mother Earth, than you were before. You are coming out of your own shackles and you're ascending with your own consciousness. So as she ascends and becomes more conscious, so do we. And as we do, so do we. Her, so does she. It doesn't, it, there's no separation in that. It's just like we're, we're both conscious beings or we're all conscious beings. So that's it. There's no, there's no like, you know, what we do affects her, what she does affects us. It's, it's just intertwined like that. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, we definitely know that, um, the oil and stuff like that is like her blood and we just like drain her blood. I, yeah. I, I think that's just, yeah. But the, the, and also the, like if people are able to heal themselves or, you know, what's happening when it happens, then we have to think about the quantum field again. What's yeah, happening. Yeah. The energetic things. The like what's energetic our, things. What's etheric. happening. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. It was a positive thing. I think we are still going in that direction hopefully i hopefully. hope so but i also did sort of feel like oh but like you guys didn't at this point you guys didn't know about plastic <laughs> or there was a lot of things that have happened since this book was written and since she she died in 1979 so she she's she missed out on a lot of um the negatives the <laughs> negatives that have kind of like come about which is fine i still think we can i mean I, what it ha what what has happened in the last 40 years since then or whatever is that um we 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 have grown as a collective consciousness in terms exactly. of the internet the internet has connected us as our, it's our tower of battle we are able to get right. all the world's information at one fingertip it's like that that's like super good but it's only good if you use it in a good way well, true, but I feel that if we get worried about what's happening and look at all these things like the bad things, then we, it's, it's almost it's like- not productive either. Well, that's true, but I, I feel that, you know, okay, so Hitler in this mm -hmm. space was, ha was having a conversation with Churchill in this dream state, where, right? Roosevelt, Roosevelt. And, oh, was it Roosevelt? Yeah. And so I thought that, it was, whatever, anyway, big dogs over there having this conversation. And um, he said, you don't know what, it, it's too much for you to know right now because you don't really know the larger implication. I'm not saying that I want anything bad to happen to anybody, but we don't know on a spiritual galactic level what those types of events have and what they're, they're catalysts for us to change. Yeah, and, and he basically told her as much as like, war, these wars are... Um, we have to experience them in order to move away from them you you have to you have to be sad in order to experience happy vice versa you it's it's the right. whole experience and it's so hard for us to accept that because when and we don't want that but once we can get past that or it's all part of the experience it's such a horrible thing to say because it's like well people are put into concentration camps and they're still suffering all every day and we all have these issues in our lives and what is the point of all this? It seems so reckless, but we look at like time spans and these short little linear time spans that we don't really know what's happening 
at other in other at other levels and other dimensions or the longer 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 term implications of them like yeah there's sure. positive that can come out of everything the first thing i thought of honestly the first thing i thought of it when i when i heard 9 11 was something good is going to happen from this and i mean yeah i'm I, there's been tons of good things that have happened from it but or because of it but they wouldn't have happened if it didn't happen I'm not saying I wouldn't want to change it, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, I guess. But I just, I think that like, if we look at all the plastic problem, that was your initial thought with the, with plastic and where we're at, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to have suffering. I don't want to be poisoned either. And, mm. but at the same time, it's like, if that never happened, then I don't know. Would we even be conscious of making would any Would we even of know like how we, vulnerable the ecosystems are? I don't know. Or would we even want to care? Would we even question? He said to her, you are, wow, finally you're questioning why you're here. So would we even have gotten to those points? If those things never happened, would yeah, we even be asking? We would, be, we would just be continuing to live in the dark. I often think like, okay, Jesus. All right. People, I'm like, Jesus. Everyone's like, oh, Jesus. You know, people that are like Jesus lovers. Ah, uh, you know, Jesus did all this great thing. And I'm like, Jesus, people died in his name. Like there were wars fought and like these horrible things that came out. Like Native, Native Americans are all gone because of Right? Because of like, I mean, there him, was, but, but like all, yeah. But his Christianity name, yeah. In, and, and uh, one thing after another in, in the name of religion. And then I think, well, Okay, so would it have been better if he never came? And, and then it's like, well, maybe. But at the same time, if he was the one that was really showing this consciousness of this, you can do this too, then, then that was the real reason. Then that was, the, that was like planting the seed of the consciousness for the rest of us. And here we are over 2,000 years later, and we're still killing in his name, and there's still lots of problems, but the consciousness... Yeah, but I also feel like if he wouldn't have come, it would have been some other thing to fixate on. Cause it's like, like there's so many different religions in the world. Like there, you know, and it's, it, um, Christianity is just one of many where, um, I almost feel like innately we, we are followers. We need something to look up to. And I, and I wonder what that is about us that, um, I, cause I, 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 would, I caught my, like, like when he was saying, and I was reading today, I was outside reading and, uh, when he was saying that, yeah, you have to, w until you were able to obtain your own answers to any question, like that's like, that was like when you basically made it. And then I was kind of thinking to myself, even I always am kind of like, would love for my higher self to help me out with things or would like would love for clarity on things or would love you know because it's just like i i mean i humbly don't know everything obviously and um like, i, I want to see the person that says they do <laughs> yeah exactly but uh i don't know how we get to looking for answers outside of ourselves or, or how i don't know how we get to where we stop looking for answers outside of ourselves this was where oh i see I yeah where you get to a point where where you're just okay with answering your own questions and that's, and that you, you firmly are okay with that. Like you believe in yeah, it. You're like, I don't need to ask something else because this, I found this. Ooh, that's, I don't know, maybe in a yeah. certain sequence of evolution of events. I don't know. 
But yeah. that again goes back to, okay, I know there's other religions, but I'm most familiar with Christianity. So if you go back to Jesus and he was like, you could do this yourself, right? So before, and even now the religions, the dogmatic religions are all about like finding, you have to go to this outside of yourself because they need you to go to their services or they need you to whatever, to pay them, whatever the reason is, whatever. You need to go to this church. But the truth is, he was just like, you don't need to do that. You just need to look within. So if he was the one that was always saying that, then that was like, that was, that's the, 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 the consciousness is, there's no, you don't have to look outside yourself. You'll find everything within. But yeah, take discipline with meditation or take discipline in practice and having, other, having all of these experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly, in order to get to the point where you're like, okay. And we also want to get through all of these like negative things so quickly. It's like, we don't want to live in this horrible world. And we don't, but at the same time, like we're in it. And should we not, should we not experience it also? You know, like we're so quickly, I know my, you know, we all are like, I don't want to feel suffering. So I want to get out of it. But at the same time, it's like, it's the experience. It's not going to last forever. And it's easy for me to say that because I'm not having that horrible pain or experience right now but well, it's, it's part of the experience I, when we're kind of like forced down our throat that we should always look outside of ourselves it's hard to to look within but that's what re- you really have to do yeah because it it yeah we're we're so we're so programmed to just give up our power and our own mm-hmm. well our own godliness you know because we we have to uh, other people have the answers. Who are you to think that? Who are you to, who who are you to be a god, or who are you to have the answers to that? And then, and then we just belittle ourselves in order well, to make to not shine bright, you know. And it is like Steve Jobs said. He was like, everything, everything you can look at, or you can think of, or you can eat that you've ever experienced in life was created by a person no different than you. Like yeah. you know, this pin this book, this microphone, this phone, everything was created by like other homo sapiens. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. No, I do want to read the, one of the final walk away that, that Raphael says. So he says, um, keep always keep hold verity of the main vision I have given you. Every time you suffer and fall by the wayside, pick yourself up, recollect who and what you really are and go on with your destined work with renewed vigor and vision. Remember always that you are on the way to second birth, that escape out of the womb of ignorance and materialism into the freedom of godhood on earth. So I think that was his vision for what life could be like on earth and just giving her the, you can do it. Even when you fall, just get back yeah, up. Yeah, and he does, he does stress that like, it's not gonna be easy for you going forward. You, yeah. Right, you right. Just... there's a lot of tests to learn. So we all have them, but we have to keep going forward. Oh, and one other point I do wanna mention is that the meditations, uh, he was also saying that th- that was going to happen like a government meditations where they're going to be having people do them kind of like on a larger scale. Hmm. Yeah, that was, I've seen will be, so, so when he's, when she saw what he was gazing at, they were gazing together. What you have seen will be a world event taking place regularly everywhere. It will be the greatest thing in people's lives. In in each country, 
Um, initiates will hold regular meditation meetings to amplify and study the new teaching. Okay. So I think the new teaching was like this new age, this new, um, this new vision, and also the meditation itself, right? And how we're all connected. That, that was my thought. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's like the, where the collective consciousness kind of gets some activation or something. Yes. Yeah, maybe that that is happening now with these masks. Um, yeah, I mean, you just have to like realize that um, what our current governments are and what our current like news outlets and stuff, they 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 only have as much power as you give them. Like we can create our own thing aside from like uh, 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 next to them and become bigger than them. Right. Like That's companies true. have already done that. There's like I I would venture to say Google's bigger than the United States. You know. Yeah. Or Apple, maybe. I don't know. Like there's, there's definitely some companies that are, that are bigger than governments. Sure. We're bigger than governments. Yeah. No, we're, we're definitely owned by, uh, by companies, but yeah, basically we aren't necessarily government. We're a corporation. <laughs> we're a corporation. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That was the only other point I wanted to mention. Do you have, okay. Another? Yeah. Um, my, my last takeaway is on this is like, I think y'all, this is like, uh, this is a, a I, this is a book that I've actually like, like have bought and given to people. Like, and I never do that with any books. And it's just cause I just think it's got so much food for thought and it is such a nice way of thinking about different things. Um, whether it's true or not true or whatever, it's just like, um, it, a lot of it resonates. Most of it resonates with me and I, I highly recommend it. It's like awesome. Definitely. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys. All right, we'll see you next time. All right, later. Bye. Bye.